You're listening to Father Figuring, the podcast about a daughter on the quest of figuring out her father, the good, the bad, and everything in between. This is your host, Katherine Cat Carter. Now let's get to figuring. Hey, y'all. I hope you all are uh, staying safe indoors and that you're not dying of boredom i mean there's just so many activities to do inside including listening to this podcast um and so yeah so this is part two of the brown table talk where i talk with mommy christina and george um when i was home in houston some weeks ago on this half we talk about the proposal Uh, So we actually get to hear about how George proposed to Christina, and we see that my generation of my family is already breaking curses because it is very much so different than the way my dad proposed to my mom. So uh, we hear about that, and then um, we start kind of talking about the Finding Boaz episode. They build to the list of qualities that my dad, you know, suggested for me and a mate, and quite frankly, I think these are qualities that... I would want for any of my good girlfriends or guy friends to have in a mate as well. Um, so hopefully you all get something to that and start manifesting it. So once we return back to society in the summertime, we're very clear on what it is that we want. Okay. And then stay to the end. I know it sounds like we're going to be wrapping up, but my mom had a needed to clear up a point around good times, y'all. You know, I made a a statement in another episode about how mommy, you know, didn't really fool with good times, you know, when I used to have it on. But mommy would not like to to live on the Internet and she would really prefer to clear up her stance on good times. So sit back, relax, stay COVID-19 free, enjoy your time inside and enjoy this half. Bye. Hi everyone, welcome back to part two of this amazing live episode. Part one has been so fruitful and so energizing. Um, And the second part, we're gonna just quickly talk about one story, one part of the story that our father shared was around the engagement, the proposal. Mm. And uh, you know, he made it seem like there was a difference in opinions of how it should have gone down. So we're gonna get mommy's take on that. And then we're going to move into the Finding Boaz episode and get mommy's take there. So this proposal, okay, so he says that he was trying to scheme and make it all romantic and whatnot, and you just weren't having it. Mommy, this is your time to set the record straight. What were your thoughts? Like, tell us a little bit about that, um, that day from what you remember. Well, I believe it was in a restaurant and that he uh, was going to propose. Do you remember the restaurant? No, I don't. I don't remember. The meal? Nothing about it. Okay. Unmemorable. Un- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it a restaurant that you had gone to before? Or I was don't it a even new one? know that. Okay. Mm. I don't know that. And um, for some reason, <laughs> I knew he was going to propose. Maybe he had hinted at it or said something. Yeah, women's intuition. Yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it was like, it, you know, I'm a romantic. I like to be uh, courted and and told loving things and, and, uh, you know, you just make me feel so special that, uh, hey, I'm I'm game for all of that. Mm -hmm. But there was something uh, that he did, some of his behaviors that night that, for lack of a better word, were annoying. (laughs) Expound. Just... He, he didn't mention, like, he wanted to spread it out or something uh-huh. of that nature. But there was something going on that that just wasn't, that wasn't going to, you know, you were, like, putting me on delay, you know, putting me on hold. Like, I'm controlling when this happens. Was it, like, dangling a carrot almost or not that? Mm, like, mm. maybe you'll get it or maybe you won't, that type mm. of thing. Oh, uh, uh, you're asking me. I would have I'm, I'm, I'm trying kidding. to clarify. Yeah, kind of like, like you know, c- c- like, yeah, like, um, maybe you won't or you know you will, but let me just kind of like, 
pull it out further and you know, uh, just delay let me, this. Let me do it my way. And okay. let me uh, not even uh, consider the romantic side of it, you, how I want you to respond, you know, leading up to it. Maybe you need some lead up to mm -hmm. it, you know. Uh, but something went terribly wrong, and it wasn't totally on my part. And uh, at that point, I was so frustrated. I just said, you know, I probably reacted like that. Like, hey, let's just go on and do it. You know, get it over with. Yeah. You know? he, for the listeners, he can be annoying. I know y'all are over here like, oh, Will Carter's so smooth with his vocabulary and these Bible verses. <laughs> he can be annoying. So I could totally see him doing some annoying shit on that. And Kathy, are you okay knowing your dad will hear this? Yeah, he knows I cuss, and he knows he he knows he's not perfect. Will Good, you yeah. know you're not perfect? Okay, okay. <laughs> it's almost like a, it sounds like a game. Yeah, yeah no, this is why I'm so glad we're going to like do this every but, but just to wrap it up, you know, I'm not a difficult person. I'm a, a pretty a cooperative person. I'm a pretty. Um, you know, I'll go along with the plan program. Something happened that just irked me. Yeah. And to the point that I was, I was done with it. He had messed up my whole engagement. Oh, <laughs> and that just wasn't that. And so I don't want the blame on me. Like, oh, Florence, you were going to, why didn't you let that man take his time and, and just, you know, get to the, the you know, get it to you in such a, a, a romantic way. It wasn't about that. Something happened that just, just it was just. He probably a said some something. It, it's something that just, just was like a fly in the buttermilk. It mm. was a, you better have your own saying. Yes. <laughs> I'm not gonna bring in the Geiger counter yet, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's not gonna do anymore. Ah, oh, no. Yes, he will. This is this is setting the record straight. Both of you all have your own truths. Right, so right, because he told it his way. Yeah, And I told voice. it my way. So, no, it was more going on, more dynamics there because uh, something uh, just just overturned the cart that night and yeah. it just was not going to. Something that he said? You it was either an it. action or something he expressed. Okay. But it was from him. It was on his part. But was it enough for you to say, I'm going to give it a second thought about this man. No, again, you I was just, so okay. my, my checks, either. my checks were still in the boxes. Okay. And yeah. that was, that was where, so you weren't ready to rid of him, but no. this was just, you know, not yeah. the ideal. Yeah. You just had, engagement. you know, no. that wasn't the right yeah. way to do it. Yeah. Cause you're romantic. Yes. So I didn't like completely buy that, but I, I remember from, like, but I remember mm -hmm. from always hearing from you, it's just that. And maybe you I were needed to have heard more him. of that, even along in our relationship, maybe I needed to hear more of Florence you're just my everything because he are... wasn't telling you the compliments that he's giving now no I don't I don't I don't feel like got that like your legs I never got that I never got any physical qualities that he really liked or so forth but you know he was doing where he was and I was just like well this is what I'm getting but so fellas let this be a lesson okay be transparent with your feelings okay don't don't be operating and one, if they're there, if then, they're there. then express what if they it. Weren't but there? what if they weren't there? Maybe Ooh. I was just had checked, I had the checked off of his boxes, so and it, then his dad had put a big star there. So it was almost like a little transactional, you would say, a little more transactional than like we found our soulmate. It was a little bit more of like transactional. And I think, and now that I think about it and we've been talking, his parents' opinion was very a much a motivator of going on with this woman. Mm -hmm. Especially his, from his dad. Yes. I think that was, uh, my parents are liking this lady. So, hey, this is going to be the one. Mm, I wonder if he would admit that. We're gonna. I'm gonna ask him, I but I so. wonder if he would admit. I, I feel. I, I feel like they were more in tune to me, the father especially, and that meant a lot to him. Mm -hmm. His dad is saying, "Bubba, this is the one," you know, and I think that pushed them on uh, more so than him feeling like, you know, Dad, this is it. This is you know, and so on. But that's all I'll say on that. Okay. So in order for me to trap someone, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I must trap their father. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. I'm glad you got your take. 
I'm glad Thank you got you. your voice I'm on that because I, I couldn't let that But I, I can even feel that tension today, mm. how, that, how that, that episode went. I can feel it today. Mm. Mm. And then thinking about my proposal. Yes. <laughs> oh my. Okay. Oh. That, okay. This is a great segue to episode four of okay. Finding Boaz, and I love this because I feel like you all are you are rewriting. Not like let's put all the pressure on you guys' mm-hmm. relationship, but you all are rewriting, and you've been able to be the things like mommy said she wasn't in terms of self actualized, in terms of like dating, like dating, and really understanding what she wants. I feel like. You have been at a place where you have grown into you. Before you met George, you had grown more into yourself, mm-hmm. and which allowed you to attract a great person like George. Yeah. And and it was a journey, etc. And of course, because we were mommy was figuring it out, and then clearly, like we had to we had to figure it out. And you're the older sister, so mm-hmm. you were figuring out things. Um, so I so I love this segue. Uh-huh. Um, so let's talk about <laughs> what we were just talking about in terms of your proposal because it was very much so not I don't remember the restaurant and I was frustrated he was annoying and he was annoying no so take me there because we weren't there yeah, but I, I saw the pictures yes George okay and then, yeah I'm George I think you're good at t- and then I'll like ooh, ooh. Okay. That okay? No, that's fine. Okay. Oh, y'all are. <laughs> little technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. We're sharing okay. the mic. Okay, hold on. Okay. Okay, we're good. We're good. Okay. We're good. Live. Okay, so I didn't have many rules for the proposal other than I knew that Christina would want to look a certain way she'll want to have her hair done she'll want to have her nails done yes because it's a it's a huge thing my only rule and i'm a leo so i'm i'm all about romance and i create all these plans in my head and i hate to share them because then people start analyzing them and tearing them down and so in my my theme of asking my wife to marry me was just i want it to be something that she will always remember no matter what she'll remember this. Even if we don't necessarily work out, she's gonna remember that I did this, right? <laughs> and so what what we did was, I'm from Houston, she's from Houston. I'm sure we've been to the Galleria hundreds of times, but for me, the Galleria was like a, uh, it was like an enigma wrapped into a quagmire, wrapped inside a puzzle I could never figure out. Mm-hmm. And I would always, if I went there, I would get lost. Like no matter what, I would get lost. Well, here's a woman who knows her way around the Galleria. Very, we very well. We know it very well. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I said, when it's children, she she sort of showed me like this is where you park, and you know if you want to go here, you'll always you know these are your your landmarks, you know so to speak. You know these are the men's stores. Never park by the ice skating rink. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a good lot for you. And even if you have to walk across a gallery, you always know how to find your car based on where you're going. It's not it's not a very popularized lot. It's like a secret, okay? So she sort of was my map to the Galleria. And then once I figured out my way around the Galleria, I started to shop more there and less other places. So I said, okay, what? where should I ask her? That was my first mm. challenge. And I said... You know, she's really unwrapped this Galleria thing for me. Let me see if I can plan something in or around the Galleria. So I actually hired proposal planners Mm. to help me. This is a whole industry, fellas, and it's worth the investment. The proposal planners, um, I found a location, and it was an art gallery that actually part-time rented out for special events. And so those planners helped me set up with the owner, uh, kind of like a tour that we would take of the gallery. Um, I hired uh, a string quartet to come and play a song, a love song that she and I um, have for our relationship. Mm. And, um, you know, I had champagne in there. I had the tour planned. I had it all set up. And what she didn't know was I had hired a friend of mine who has a photography service to sort of follow us around and take pictures of us that particular evening. She didn't know he was there, but I knew what he was doing. So first we went to dinner and- It was uh, lunch. Well, we went to lunch. (laughs) 
We went for food. <laughs> Put it that way. Mm-hmm. We went for food. Yes. At a, a, a very good uh, Vietnamese sort of American fusion mm-hmm. restaurant. I like Vietnamese. And there food. were pictures taken. And uh, I think we had a bottle there. Yeah, we had a bottle because yeah. they were having some kind of event for food. Right. So we had a discounted bottle of whatever they were having. Yeah. And so. It was Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Um, <laughs> from there, uh, I said, hey, let's go, let's go shopping. And she said, oh, okay. You know, like, wow, something is really weird about today. She was looking beautiful. She had, her hair was long. She was, she, her nails were done. She had on this uh, mm-hmm. purple overthrow. Yeah, it was like a little lavender. It. Yeah. It was, yes. it was, I mean, she's looking like a, like a runway model that day. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow, I've got this girl. She's so beautiful. Okay, babe, let's go shopping. So she says, oh, okay. So we, we go down, literally down the road to the gallery and I, we park in our, well, we park in a slightly different place this time. Mm-hmm. Because when you walk in, I think through Tiffany's, if you've never been to this particular gallery before, you really don't know it's there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's in the gallery, but it's Isn't off the like, beaten path. Like along the perimeter of the ice skating rink on the third floor and there's no, no. frames. It's, no. by it's, by, it's by Neiman's. It's by Neiman's. And Chanel. Yeah. Right. And oh, it's like and outside. Yeah, it's, yeah, outside. It's, it's outside. You gotta walk, portion of your walk is outside and then you turn and the gallery mm-hmm. is right there. Okay. And it's, a, it's not a huge, huge space, but it's a very, eclectic yeah intimate intimate space yeah and when you walk in it's like a little treasure you're like oh wow i didn't even know this was here so we walk in and i make a left turn and she's like oh where are we going i think we had sort of meandered through we went a through Neiman's, and yeah. i was like okay where are we going yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh you know i kind of knew what time it was but i was just like the oh, mommy instinct i had the mommy instincts <laughs> but i was like okay where's he gonna take me i said just follow me okay mm-hmm. i did just follow I did. me mm-hmm. follow me and so we we walk into the gallery and you know the owner is there to greet us right and like she's looking like why are we here what's going on she had never been to that gallery no before. i had, i did not know it was did there. you did you even hear about it i had heard of it but the queen I, of the gallery i, had, I got the prize yeah so so we go in <laughs> and the, the owner um very nice lady from new york is there and uh she just shows us the exhibits that are there and, and it's all about love. Yeah, it's all about love. That's, all that the was pieces the were about love. Had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and I forget who these artists were, and these were pieces <laughs> I could never afford. But we're going through, we're just looking at this interesting piece, and she's telling us a story, and then she's telling us another story. And then when we get sort of to the back of the gallery, it's a separate room. You can't see back there. Mm-hmm. But that's where the string quartet was set up. Mm-hmm. Back there, they were set up. They were ready to play on cue. Our love song, <laughs> oh. and I had um, I had three posters set up, mm-hmm. like on easels, and one of them was "I'm so glad you swipe right" because we <laughs> met online. Mm-hmm. Another one was a picture of when I asked her to go steady with me, which was mm. New Year's Eve, mm. and so it was a picture of us. And then the third picture kind of represented the future. We were going to go to Rome, Aww. and we were just going to you was know a Trevi Fountain. Yeah, it was a Trevi Fountain photo, and so I had taken I had found the photo and I had a company blow it up and put it in an easel. And um, so, as soon as we hit the doorway, yeah, she the moves back, the piece yeah, away. She, she had this art piece yeah. blocking, <laughs> yeah, where the string quartet was, and she moves it out of the way. And then I just—it's just waterwork. Yeah, <laughs> start and then playing. they start playing the Romeo and Juliet. What is a youth? What is a youth song? Such oh, a beautiful song. Wow. Oh, and then there's so a, a soloist, and there's she's a soloist, singing. She's singing and I'm like, it. Oh, the quartet is I playing. I see the pictures. Waterworks. Yeah. Oh. So that I was love. different from Will Carter's proposal. <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad that you all kind of kept it intimate because you know there's always people who are like, oh, I have to do it in front of like all the family. Yeah. But I think that's all. It's so special. It's about you guys. Yeah. And so I think there's a specialness around you all doing it with just you two. Like I'm glad mm. that you didn't feel like you had to do the whole shibui. Right. Right. With right. like everybody and their mama. Yeah. I mean, I thought about doing <laughs> it with my family, but I really wanted to control. 
Mm-hmm. Just the pieces, the moving pieces. That and the you energy. Can't control, you know, the energy in the room. And what people are coming in, what kind of energy Absolutely. people are bringing into that. So I had actually, yeah. I had rented the gallery out. So she had closed it. Actually, when we walked to the front door, it said she had put out closed to the public sign. Oh, wow. So when we went in. <laughs> yeah, because I did see weird. her go to the door. Yeah. yeah. So when yeah. we went in, she, I mean, she got, I mean, she got this look like, why are we going in? It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not open to the public, right? Yeah. Well, it's open for us, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Um, but I, I mean, I would tell, you know, any, any of the listeners out there, it's totally worth the investment for the mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. No one likes to spend money, but in order to have a good experience, right. you need to invest. It's exactly. Because what would you rather have listeners? Would you rather this beautiful story where Christina's grinning and smiling during the recall or mommy saying she doesn't even know what restaurant and she was upset. So whoever is trying to propose to me one day, y'all better follow suit with George. Don't you do a Will Carter approach. And it took, and it took planning and yes. and Christina was in, in George's mind. Yes. Every step of the way. Yes. And that's the thing. It's the thoughtfulness. Yes. Yes. Oh, so beautifully done. Yes. Was. So this is a well great done. segue. I, I, could, I could go on more about this, but we yes. have limited time since I have a flight to catch. So this goes into you are the Boaz to Christina's Ruth. Mm. And, you know, I'm not even going to just say me because, Mommy, you're open for love as well. Oh, yeah. We're going to focus on me first. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to focus on me first, but mommy, just gentlemen, if you have a father, a young grandfather, Florence is out here still looking attractive. You heard my mm-hmm. father. He wishes he can get that mm-hmm. thing back. Mm-hmm. But in terms of me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's, let's get on me. Yeah, back, back to you. Back to me. Yes. I was like, try to, you know, carry on the tradition of, you know. Um, Pops gave me advice mm-hmm. on one foundational and five thing qualities yes. that he thinks I should have in a husband. Right. And to remind the listeners or those who may have not listened, the um, the foundational piece was that this person has to love me. Yes. And mommy, I know you've said that this you want someone who is really just like crazy in love mm-hmm. about me. Not like crazy, crazy, mm-hmm. but like loves me yes, deeply. Yes, very much. So. so that was like the foundation, but then the other qualities were one, he has to be God-loving. Uh-huh. Two, he has to be trustworthy. Three, ambitious, but yet humble. Mm-hmm. That balance. Um, oh no, look, that was four. Three was loyalty, which he distinguished, Pops distinguished differently than trustworthy. Okay. So trustworthy, loyalty, ambitious yet humble, and then five was compassionate. Mm. So I guess I'll just go around the table. Mommy, are you jiving with those? And I think I can do better than just those five. So mm-hmm. what? <laughs> What other qualities might you add on the list? So yeah, I'll give you the list. We yeah. have it written down here. Well, I'm, I'm in total agreement with these five, uh, definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. God loving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just have a little point on that. I am so, what is making me so happy is that both of my daughters are uh, definitely living a spiritual, spirit-filled life, knowing yeah. that God is number one, and that's, that's your guidance, and, and, and you're, you're seeking him. Mm-hmm. So definitely that. And uh, your spirituality, as I talk to you, it doesn't mean that every Sunday you're sitting in a church pew. Definitely not. Yes, because we're <laughs> living in different times, but there's a spirituality. And I think everybody's is individual. Uh, for me, it's just having a day-to-day conversation with God, you know, talking to him and asking him for guidance. And I pray every morning during my meditation for my children my son-in-law, his business, prosperity there. Uh, just, that's my spirituality. And I, and I relay that to you all. And when I read a verse, a meditation, I know on many occasions, Christina will call and I will share that with her. I said, this is the meditation that I heard today. Just something to help you all in this journey. So definitely God-loving, trustworthy, ambitious. Yes, you, you both are educated women. And, uh, you know, uh, you're ambitious. You're still looking, 
you know, ahead. What else can there, you know, you might want to uh, explore. Every day we're changing, so that's good. Compassionate, um, mm -hmm. loyal, uh, those are all good. I, I haven't come up with any, I'm going to pass it to either Christine or George if they can think of any additional ones. But uh, let, I'm, I'm going to pass it to George while I think yeah, a little bit Let's get another male's yeah, perspective. Yeah, perspective. Well, I'm full of perspectives today. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I would add to this list a little bit. I don't have yeah, much. Yeah, I think there's more than that. Yes. <laughs> I think in, in just having a daughter, I think I have a perspective on it. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, she came to me, Daddy, you know, is this the guy? What do you think the guy should, should embody? Yeah, he should love you. I agree with that. Um, you know, but love a marriage does not make. You know, it is... Mm -hmm. nice to be in love you need to be in love there needs to be an attraction obviously but for me it's about those interpersonal sort of interactions that y'all have with each other and so the question that I would put to her is is he trying on a daily basis to impress you mm. you know mm. do you guys have a date night because eventually things are gonna get monotonous mm. you're gonna learn his schedule he's gonna learn mm. your schedule but you have to do something that's outside the schedule. That's just completely like, let's drop things and let's do this. Because in these times, you have to fight for your relationship. Yeah. You gotta mm. fight for the time mm -hmm. that you commit to your relationship because there's so many distractions. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. You know, there are apps and there's cell phones and we're in the digital age. And there's and work. And there's, and there's work. Light. And there's and bad bosses. And then there's, you know, bad partners. You know, there's all sorts of things out there <laughs> to distract you. So, and I don't mean myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is not reflect the comments of George exactly. and <laughs> And by that is, you know, is he trying to, does he take you out? When he takes you out, are you guys going to, you know, the mom and pop barbecue place or is he really is he trying to impress you is he trying to take you somewhere you've never been before mm. trying to have experiences with you that maybe he has never had himself mm. so that y'all can together experience it i mean again no, no one likes spending money but it's worth the investment you have to build those memories mm. because i think there are a lot of people out there that will love you and yes. are they loving you because of who you are or are they loving you because of what you're bringing to the table mm. okay and honestly I would also tell my daughter look you need to make a list what is he bringing to the table mm -hmm. okay yeah he's good-looking you're attracted to him you've put him on a pedestal but you give me a list what's he bringing to the table mm -hmm. you know he needs to be able to take care of you mm -hmm. and have you made sure he can do that mm -hmm. you know I would try to like I would just I would just ask questions rather than just give a list I sort of ask questions because then it it branches off into other things but my main one is is the man trying to impress you because there are plenty of people who who will continue along the basic strategy things go up and up and then things eventually plateau mm -hmm. in a relationship mm -hmm. and you have to be able to like knock that down you know and you have to be able to just the man and the woman somebody in the relationship has got to be the romantic to say we're gonna do something different tonight mm -hmm. you know we're mm -hmm. gonna we're gonna take a trip that we don't you know we don't think yes. we can take it we're gonna, yes. we're gonna take it yeah. you know yeah, we're yeah, just yeah. gonna go we're gonna ignore everything it's gonna be just about us exactly. and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do things for you that are not necessarily over and above but are different from what we've experienced before and I mean that's how I think you have to keep it fresh and if you can feel check that box he tries to impress me he loves me he supports me mm -hmm. he's he's trustworthy and he's loyal that's a good one yeah you know, yes, yes. I think that that's you know and I also believe he needs to have a fear of God I'm not gonna say he needs to be religious mm -hmm. because you know I have that's a whole nother series of episodes. yeah because religion is all man-made very man-made, very ritualistic. Very, yeah. Um, times have changed, but I think that you know the word of God can be applied across many different time tables and timelines, right? And so, by having a fear of God, does He know that there's something bigger out there yes. than Himself? Yes. A higher power mm -hmm. that no matter what He achieves in life could whoop His ass. If He believes like that, 
Yes. You have a fear of something greater than yourself. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And even if she brings me someone, oh, he's not necessarily a Christian. Okay. I may cringe at that a little bit. But again, in the times we're living in, you know, he may be Hindu. He may be Muslim. He may be whatever he is. Mm-hmm. But he has to have that fear mm-hmm. of a higher power because that's going to also color his relationship with her as well. If he believes in, for example, the word of God, then he knows how he should be treating his mm-hmm. his wife, his potential wife. And then, because stuff is gonna go awry, because exactly. life is gonna go awry. So then, exactly. how there has to you be need a basis. Some, there needs to be a base, a place where you can turn to, to when, where you can dig deep when things are going awry. Like where where are you getting your lead, leading from? Like right, what in those moments of chaos yeah. and stuff. So yeah. So those are my additions. Okay, I love it. I love it, George. We're here. We're here. Christina, anything you would want in my man? Men that want me, you better listen. I would say um, consistency. Yes. Yes. George, when I was dating him, um, I wasn't sure about him. I liked him. But, I mean, he was consistent with the dates. I did not have to feel like he was playing games. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, consistency is important to me. I just think that, you know, if someone says that they're going to do something and they, they do, do it. it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And mommy, you used to have a phrase. Um, not would have, have a should have. But it was something that, like, you didn't want. It was something around, like, would have, could have, should have. Like, you were, you, you were, you were, like, annoyed by people who, like, just didn't follow oh, through. Oh, I like, know. It was something, yeah. it was something, it was something that mommy used say. to say. Like, yeah. uh, oh, like, oh, um, oh, after the thought. No, after, uh, the, after the, um. After the fact. Yeah, yeah, after the fact. Then they, yeah. Yeah. then they come like, oh, I would have. Oh, I would have oh, yeah. did that. Done no, that. just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll chime in. George has, has cracked open my safe for one more. Uh, that communication. <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. a time when yes. I was crying and distraught, but I was looked at as an emotional woman. And, you know, you're going to get away from that. I'm going to go out the door. I'm not dealing with that. Oh, you deal, you deal with me. You stay there you, and you right. deal with me. I'm crying and I'm asking you to uh, let's talk about it. And you're shutting the door. Run like, away. Let me run away. Oh, I'm I have not going experienced to address that. that. And so that communication and support. Mm-hmm. I come in, I'm all phased out, I'm all tripping. You're gonna be there. My wife's tripping. I'm there. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this tripping and I'm gonna stand with her mm-hmm. and be with her. You gotta be with me. Don't say, oh, she's tripping, let me let her trip and, and you know, let her work it out, whatever. You 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 demand that, hey. We're in this together, and if my wife's tripping, I'm here with her, and I'm going to support her. And I've heard Christina say that George has been supportive. And, and you know, you, you're going through something, and it, it just takes someone who's just going to stand there with you. With patience. With patience. With patience. 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 Because it's not that. like we are walking around as perfect people. Right. We're going to get into zones. But that's the whole thing of wanting to be in a relationship is that you're with someone There's who that, will that, yes. be with you until you get through that whatever that zone is. And what you just said, I have had dating experiences where someone deemed I was like tripping and instead yeah. of like, you know, talking it out or whatever, they just dipped. Exactly. I literally had a guy, like we left a party we're in New York City. He just left me. Mm. Like, he left me. Mm-hmm. And I felt so abandoned and alone. Yes. How does he think yes. that that even helps? How does he even think it helps? He's like, <laughs> and I, like I, I can't deal with that. Like, I just, like, I, yes. like, and it's not like I'm over here, like, beat me up or anything yes. or anything like that. But if yes. you don't even have the tolerance to just be like, all right, I'm going to let you kind of have this moment, but I'm going to still be here to make mm-hmm. sure you make it home safely. Yes. 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 You just leave. Yes. And it goes vice versa. If George, if George, <laughs> if George is going through something as well, it's not just one way. Right. Christina, 
Yeah. You're going to be there. Right. You're going to listen and right. be supportive. Lift him you up. know, it has to go both ways, but I've had that door shut and it's like you don't know where to go. It's just no, you know, it's just been, he's just built this brick wall like this emotional woman and you know she's 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 out of it and 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 I and I'm I'm I'm, I'm and you I'm, just leave like, you just leave because you, you don't know how to deal with it I'm not gonna address it you and you know? just leave and you yeah. minimize or minimizing my feelings or whatever right. it is and then you just like leave how can yeah. I feel safe with yeah that? I gotta have my man hang with me and work it out you know work it out to he sees that hey i'm in a better place because you you stayed with me and it's not like that's a normal state it's not like i'm like just over but it's just like when when these moments happen Mm -hmm. i want to feel like i'm not going to be out here alone but when george and and christina were on a trip and and whatever the incident was i don't have to say that but she said george has been supportive I, i felt as a mother i just felt so wonderful that that he was there for her and he wasn't just, you know, pushing it on the rug or saying, yeah, like, deal with it, baby, or whatever. Yeah. He was there in the midst of it. That's what made me feel as a mother so much reassurance. Yeah. I just had, I, that, that just made it for me. I felt peace at that point. I felt peace. And another thing for me that my quality list is someone who, because I feel like I like to evolve. I like to get better. Like, it's not cute to get better, but I do like growth. And I like someone who puts in the work to grow, Mm -hmm. even though the growth process isn't cute. So whether it's a guy going to therapy Mm -hmm. or doing whatever is necessary to, like, communicate and to, like, heal things, like, that is so attractive to me. Like, it turns me on. So... Because I just don't want to like deal with someone who's just like just stuck in their little reality, and they they don't have a vision of like that there could be better, and they don't, they don't put evolve. in the they don't want to evolve and put in the work to be better. They just want to be stuck, and I think that there's mm-hmm. nothing unsexier than an old man or some old man who's just like stuck, who's just yeah. stuck. Like just this a is man, all I know. A this man is being stuck is the worst shit. Don't you come to me if you're stuck. <laughs> you better have, like, it's fine. Like, we all have moments of where we're, like, mm-hmm. in a cloud and, like, we mm-hmm. need to, like, it's a struggle and a process to get out. But I need that the, over the long term, that the behavior mm-hmm. be that you see your life as the S&P 500. There mm-hmm. are ups and downs along the way in each day of the stock market valuation. But over time, the valuation is up, like, over a long period of time. And that's how I view my life, and I need someone who's, like, putting in the work to do that to, for themselves as yes, well. Yes, yes. So that's another add-on good, for me. Good. Amen. Amen. Take a sip to that. Hey, let's play. Let me More have a drink. Kava. Well, I have to have a take. Anything else? Christina, okay, what about you? Okay, let's, let's, anything other you would want to add into my readings? I mean, we got waves and good hair for mommy. <laughs> Someone that's rocking an ocean, um, where he gets seasick off his hair. Uh, but no, you had a lot of insightful things. But anything else mm-hmm. you would add to the list? Since we don't talk, according to Pops. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think that's it. Maybe like somebody who's vulnerable, you know, who's willing mm-hmm. to share. But I mean, mm-hmm. that's a part of communication. Yeah, I well. agree. You know, someone who's so, not afraid to get a little vulnerable. because yeah. mm-hmm. vulnerability is a lot of strength, and vulnerable like makes it seem like oh you're weak, but no, it's actually you're being very strong mm-hmm. to put yourself yes, out there yes, yes. at your truest self. Yes, yes. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's a level mm-hmm. of strength. Right, right. I agree. Good and addition, someone attractive. Though. Someone. I mean, yeah. I just want to yeah. be attracted to somebody because mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. say there's some guys that come to me and like oh he has all these other things, mm-hmm. but I think attraction can grow. It too. can oh, grow. Oh, definitely. I have I mean, some. Yeah, I have some points on that. I okay, mean, talk you about know, it. Hey, I mean, you don't have to be an Adonis. No. 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 I can find attractiveness yeah. in a man if I see okay. other qualities I want. He mm-hmm. becomes. Super yeah, attractive. He, I mean, super. He becomes super attractive if I see the qualities I need. I don't need an Adonis. I don't need anyone who feels, you know, like I'm all this. 
mm-hmm. you know, um, there is so much more under there that I can find and I can come, I can love because right. I see other things and it's not the, the outward, uh, appearance, you know, someone's intellect can just be sexy to mm-hmm. me, you yeah. know, it doesn't have yeah. to be just like. Oh, he's, you know, looks or like Or when this. he sees me cooking, oh, wow. He, he's just so delighted. Oh, yes. He's just looking at me <laughs> cooking. He's just like, oh, that's going to be good, you know, what she's cooking, you know. And, 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 and he knows I'm cooking it, and I'm cooking it so that it would be tasty for him. And he's just, he's just loving it, you know. Appreciative. <laughs> appreciative, yes, appreciative. So those things are so important. It's, it's, it's a lot. I guess mm-hmm. my mind wasn't, but George clicked on. Uh, what he was saying um, got me thinking about the community, and I and I actually experienced that being just shut down, like you're crying, close the door, bye bye, you know, you mm-hmm. deal with it, you know, that ain't the way to go. Mm-hmm. No, mm. not at all. No, no. ouch. <laughs> Anything else? No. I, mean, I mean, that's I think that's a good foundation. That's a good foundation, yeah. guys. I'm ready for you. If you have these qualities. Mm. Hit us up. Mm-hmm. Slide in the DMs of father dot figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do kidding. feel that, kidding. you know, even this, uh, going through this is 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 just opening me up. I know, and, clearly and, we're healing. And, and, and it's cathartic. Cathartic, throwing off things. I said I never thought we feel, about that. Do you that. all feel lighter? I feel lighter. I, I feel I lighter. lighter. I feel lighter and I feel more I feel my creativity coming in. Yes. Because, uh, you know, there's a space now for it to be expressed. Yeah, I've been just weighted down with all this stuff, wondering, you know, about this. And, you know, even when I was raising you all, I used to wish, I said, I wish I had just read some child development books so I can know what to do with my children and raising them. You know, I will say, Mommy, because we, I feel like millennials are all like, oh, we are like, we're trying to break generational curses. I feel like you have done a lot mm-hmm. to change and pivot our unit versus the unit that you grew up in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In terms of your, like, I think we talked about this earlier, but in terms of your openness with us, in terms of us feeling the comfort of being able to talk to you about stuff, whether it's right. good or bad, right? that's something that you didn't have with your parents, nor that you have a guide, nor that you have therapy that much yes. to, like, seek yeah. that out, but you did that. Um just and, and just your overall like openness and just yes. different things. I feel like you should feel very proud in yourself mm-hmm. of making progress in terms of our lineage of family mm-hmm. of healing things. Like yes. you've, right. done, you've yes. done a lot and like you're without very it, progressive, very and progressive, and you don't realize it, but you're super progressive. Well, and it's like you. we like I've always had like compared to my peers and older parents. But yet, you all have been, or you rather, have mm-hmm. been the most progressive over versus my friends who have younger parents who are all very like stuck in whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're not as open. And I know something you said to me, Kathy, one day. I was, you know, I, I grew up with a mother who was a worrier. You know, worry, worry, worry. And I, I modeled after that. I worried, worried, worried. And one day, I was telling you something, and you said, "Mommy, don't put that worry on me." And then I thought about it and I said, that is so true. You know, I am putting worries on her. And now I have, I have grown in that department. I have pulled back. I've taken a step back. I'm not putting worry on you like, you know. And you're moderate. prayerful and everything I'm prayerful. there. And you know we have good sense. Yes, and of course, uh, (laughs) yes, so so when you said that, that was impactful to me. I mean, I'm listening to you all, too, Mm -hmm. and when you said that, I said, that's right. And the fact that you are listening to us, because a lot of people, parents are of the the thing of like, yeah, "Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, but I think every once in a while we do have a good, I said, that's true, that's true, I'm putting worry on her, and I'm not going to be this, oh, did you do this, did you, you got this, you got that, you know, stop it. Stop it. Don't do that to her. Because that's not your word into it. And that's not being godlike anyway. It's mm-hmm. having worry. So means I not do being listen faithful. to you all. <laughs> I listen to what you all say. And, and uh, of course, you know, I take it. And, and, and yes, I'm coming from generations of what I saw model for me worry. And my therapist, and I'll say this I did go for therapy after my divorce because. Uh, it was it was advised that I do. My sister, my sister Pat, told me that I should. 
That's and good. I did. I remember going, and you were in my arms. You were a baby. And Christina, you all were six years apart. Christina was six, and you're an infant. And, and you all were, you were in my arm when I'm in the therapist's office, you know, listen, there was a black psychiatrist who was, uh, but he, one day he said, you see life as a burden, don't you? I said, yeah, it like, it, it, no, life is supposed to be about joy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was trying to break that because I'm thinking, yeah, life is a burden. Look at all we have to deal with. You know, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Yes, that's how I saw it, but I don't anymore. I am. I am still a work in progress. I'm still, every day, you're getting to another dimension of your life. And then I saw, hey, there's joy out there. Life is supposed to be joyous. I didn't know that. I mean, we're going to have our days, but, and so I say to listeners who are listening that, you know, uh, I don't know all of you, but I know you're dear to to us and you're dear to Kathy and, 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 and I know that I look forward to this helping you as well. You know, you look to your fellow man as well. Yeah. Because we're more alike than we are different. Mm-hmm. And when you can hear something that can help you, that's what I'm all about. Yeah. You know, what can I do? What can I say? Can I smile at someone? Mm-hmm. Can I encourage them? I don't know. Some people want to say, oh, you're, you, you know, are you goody two-shoes? No, that's just what's ingrained in me. Yeah. That I want to, uh, to consider the needs of others as well. And that's my prayer. If prosperity comes to me through my writing, what's going to be the biggest joy? The happiness on the face of others. Yeah. More so than me. Yeah. And it's I'm, bigger than us. And I know God knows my heart. And I know uh, I can't lie and fool him. He knows me and he knows who I am. And that's why I think he, the, I know the blessings are coming. Yes. The blessings are coming because he knows who Florence is. And who he created you to be. And one other lesson. When I found out that I was unique, if you can just realize that you are unique, unique in God's eyes, you are the only one he created like you. So you don't have to compare yourself to anybody else or be envious of anybody. You are you. Yes. And that was the biggest turn in my life because I used to wonder. I said, oh, I've got this this, this, this mark on my face because when I had chicken pox, I scratched. And, you know, and I don't have this like this person. And I don't have eyebrows like my sisters. And I don't have a forehead like my sister, which is what a lady, a girl next door used to tell me all the time. She used to belittle me in front of my sisters like, you don't have the forehead, you don't have the legs. When I realized that I was unique and God specifically created me as I am, that was a turning point in my life. You know, I began to learn who I am and not feel envious of what anybody else has because you're the only one like that. I could not think of a better way to close out this episode. Um, I just want to say this has been so much fun. We started off a little nervous. We didn't know, but y'all are complete naturals. And thank you all for being so open. Thanks, George and Christina, for opening your home to record. And I can't wait for you guys to listen. Um, I love you all so much. And... uh, Guys, for so oh, mommy has one more word. Well, you know, I need to set the record straight about good times. Okay. <laughs> Your father. Oh, who said? Okay. Mommy, okay. So I said because. Okay. So from my perspective, I know whenever I had good times, but this makes sense based off of what you're about to say. Mm-hmm. Whenever I had good times on, you'd be like, oh, turn it off. I don't. Oh, good times. It's so depressing. So speak your piece around good times. Yes, um, I watched Good Times religiously during its first run. First run. Cosby Show. Our generation was, when a black person was on TV, we ran to the TV. We were in the age I think of, that's, that's still a part. That is it. When, when I looked at Jeopardy and there's a black contestant, I'm We're rooting for it. We're rooting for, we're rooting for the yes. black family. I'm rooting for anybody yes. who's black. Yes. Like so I, I want to set the record straight that I loved Good Times. I loved Cosby Show. Uh, I loved... 
any, you know, all of those shows. But in reruns, remember, we are changing. We are evolving as people. Where I am today, that I would necessarily sit down and maybe watch it. Maybe to me now, it may evoke memories or it might be a little sad to watch that situation of them living in the projects. We're different places, and that's the only reason. We can make choices now. Whoever created the mute button, I believe, on TV, I love it. Because mm. I just can mute out commercials and anything that I don't care to hear. So that's where I'm coming from now. I'm at a different place, but mm -hmm. I love them in there. But see, I'm at a place now that maybe it's not resonating me or getting me the positive vibes I need. It, it, honestly, and there's a comedian I follow on Instagram. I don't remember her name, but she was talking about how in every episode of Good Times, you know, like usually like there's a story arc on these sitcoms, like on Full House, like at the end. There'd be some tension, but they were resolved the tension. Yes, yes. On good times, the tension was never resolved. <laughs> it was always right. like it was almost a stress. It was stress. It was like, damn, yes. damn, damn. But then the show would end to credits. Yeah, <laughs> it, it carries over. It yeah. never so ends. So to the point, you enjoyed it. Yes. Because you were seeing representation of black people, exactly. that was a win. And where but in hindsight, of where life. we're at now, yes. where we seek a little bit more optimism for the yes. future, yes. good times just can't deliver. <laughs> so on that note, were those times so good? I don't know. Hey, don't man, think George. so. Thank don't you. think so. So again, thank you guys so much for coming. No, mommy, we're done. I gotta go catch my flight. No more. She, my mom, my mom keeps Bo. putting up her finger as if she has more points. I just wanted to say to, oh, the listen, to the listeners, I feel you. I don't know all of you, but I know that um, our hope is that you're getting something from this. I know you are. And I know if you know Kat, you know her as just a, a just a really wonderful person. I'm Aww. so glad when she tells me her friends are listening. So that's what I wanted to say. I, I thank you for that because I'm so proud of my daughters and, and my son-in-law and, 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 and that you're following us and hearing things that can move you forward. That, that means so much. Thank you so much. And on that note, we're going to close it out. Thank you, <laughs> this guys. This has been a good one. This has oh, been such yes. a good one. Amen. You, okay, so listeners... You cannot wait probably until Mother's Day. This tribe is coming up to New York City. And we will be recording live in Dykeman. <laughs> and uh, we're going to have a fun. And we're going to talk all about mothers and stuff and get I'm more ready. to this grandma tea. Mm -hmm. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. Follow us, father.figuring on Instagram. I got some photos from being at home of Will Carter, his glory days. I can't <laughs> wait to post. Got some footage of this conversation as well. Um, and make sure you subscribe. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. We're on there now. Give us a five star. And uh, yeah. Bye, guys. Until next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs>